Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled Hell in Texas. It was written by Scott Dorward, and it's part of a collection entitled The Things We Leave Behind. Our GM is Zane Fleming, and this is episode one. Before we begin, a word of warning. This game has very mature and disturbing themes. We want to state that in no way does Into the Darkness agree with or condone the narrow-minded, real-world horrors that play out in this game. And I'll admit I'm nervous about this one. Our GM gave us some prep work that uh, left me a bit shaken. I also want to remind our viewers that we realize the serious difficulties that people go through when dealing with addictions and that it's not our intention to make fun of their struggles. We're playing character roles and nothing more. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Zane? Thanks very much, Tom. Um, So yeah, just to reiterate this, one of the things that drew me to this game first off was the real life horrors you could not have anything mythos related to to this game and it would still chew you to the bone and be quite upsetting and horrible um scott is an amazing amazing author i've run one of his games previously on the channel misused uh and this game he's really just gone up that next level um he got the inspiration from watching a documentary that came out in 2001 called hell house uh, which talks about some Christian communities in, in Texas and, and all over the United States. It's not as common in other countries um, where they hold haunted houses, but in the houses, the rooms are themed on things like homosexuality, drug abuse, family abuse, uh, school shootings, um, and these sorts of things. And you walk through the house and members of the congregation perform these scenes out to shock you and to say, you do these things, you're going to go to hell. Very upsetting, uh, very vivid, very, as Tom said, narrow-minded beliefs on things. And uh, it's a really, it's a hard documentary to watch. It's, I couldn't get all the way through it. It was very so, um I wanted to read this quick little bit that Scott wrote here, just so people are aware. Um, Hell House, depicted in the scenario, is inspired real by real ha- Halloween haunted houses organized by evangelical churches across the United States. None of the material presented is exaggerated. If anything, some of it is toned down. Um, so, yeah, just that that's... If you guys are affected by the things that are coming up in the game and what I'm saying... Uh, it's it's not I'm not exaggerating these horrors and the stuff that that is said. That's what it's like, um, and some of it may even be toned down, as I said, for for purposes of of this as a game. Um, but um, yeah, please just be aware of that. Yeah, if you um, don't, if you don't want to watch, don't watch. Watch another game. We are using X cards to tell yes. the uh, GM if something's going too far. If it's going too far, they'll hold them up. I won't disrupt the story. I'll just kind of move on, continue on with the main basis of, of, of the story because there's some pretty horrible stuff that goes on. Uh, all of the players are playing members of a support group. Um, all of them have are struggling with um, addictions of different kinds. 
Um, and and that's that's how these players, these investigators are. Um, and so thank you to my players for agreeing to, to come in and play this game. It, it's going to be fun. But, you know, this is it's going to be a... If I, if I GM right, you should be pretty shaken by the end of it. All right. Um, with any further ado, I'm going to hand over to my first player, um, Josh Harwood, who is playing Reverend Harlan James Jr., who is the... Um, the leader of this support group. Um, he's a, he's an ex preacher um, who now runs um, a support group out of a YMCA two nights a week. So Josh. Uh, welcome everyone. Um, anyone who's new, welcome to the group. Uh, I'm Harlan James Jr. I am a recovering alcoholic, heroin and cocaine addict through some very tough times. Um, I had a bad childhood and that led me down these addictions. And then around the age of 19, 20, one of my best friends became my first wife, Zara. We had a couple of kids and I got over my addictions slightly. They were always there. And then one day... She was taken away from me. And that just pushed me over the edge. I lost my preaching job. No no church would take me anymore. I lost my kids for a while. They went to live with my uh, deceased wife's uh, mother. And it was all very, very tough on me. I couldn't get over my addictions until I met Abigail. Abigail helped me so much. And she got my kids back. We're expecting again. Well, we are expecting, but some circumstances. I kind of recently nearly went back into my addictions. Uh, a church tried to use used that against me. I tried to get a job. They were horrible. I went to a bar, got drunk, went back. Abigail slapped me around the face. And, um, yeah, I haven't seen her since. So, she took my kids with her. Probably for the best, but I like to be here to give you guys hope because I've been knocked down so many times, but I'm still here. I'm still trying to find my addictions. I'm still trying to find my inner demons. I still wear my dog collar and, you know, don't give up. Keep fighting your addictions. And, um, uh, enough about me. Let's sing, let's go around. Um, uh, Mr. Olsen. How you doing? Garrett Olson here. Alcoholic. Anger management issues. I'm clean and sober one year right now on my alcoholism. But people still piss me off, man. They still fucking piss me off. I'm trying. I haven't knocked the shit out of somebody in six months. So I got a year sober from drinking, six months from kicking the shit out of somebody. Um... 
had a Harley, had a house, had some women, gold, crashed my Harley during a blackout. They told me I had fun, woke up in the hospital, ripped out the things, went back out drinking, literally. Um, I don't know. I'm living in a fucking trailer, but you know what? I'm sober, so fuck it, whatever. Uh, thank, thank you, Danny. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Olsen, Mr. Olsen, sorry. Uh, Danny, you go next. All right. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Danny Champ. The first time that I tried meth, I was completely hooked. And uh, I uh, lost pretty much everything. Uh, one of my friends gave me the pink shit, and I was high for over 24 hours, and it was the greatest feeling I ever had, despite the fact that I was pretty much born with uh, plenty of money and uh, opportunity. My family uh, was very supportive of me when I was younger, and I uh, was on the football team, and I I was a prom king in high school, and I pretty much had everything, but uh, it wasn't long before my life spiraled out of control. Ultimately, I lost everything, and I ended up on the streets. It was uh, it was a little like being at the bottom of a dark well. No way to climb out. And that if it hadn't been for uh, Father Harlan, Reverend Harlan, I'd still be there. He became my sponsor and he helped me to get back on my feet. Uh, it's been two years now. Uh, I have a steady job. I work as a mechanic and I'm surrounded by people who care about me. So I guess after all my fucked up shit, I guess I've been blessed. That's really all I got to say. Yeah, thank, thank you for sharing, Danny. God bless. And... Moving on, uh, Mr. Ray. It's, it's Thomas. It's Thomas Ray. Or, or, you, or you can call me Tommy. Like most everybody just calls me Tommy. But, uh, man, you know, I grew up, I was up in the, I was actually from Salt Lake City. I ain't even from down here. And Grew up under the Latter Day Saints up there, and all my all my family they all had to do a lot of things that, that I don't I don't really think were right. I don't I, it wasn't I wasn't too old before uh, before the, the the protection services came in, you know, and they busted us all up. I mean, I was already having to work out in the in the in the field, and my sisters they were doing things. And they didn't know, man. They didn't know. They didn't know no better. That's what everybody did, you know. That's how they told us. They said, "They said, hey, man, if, if like they like they say at work, man, if all you got's a hammer, every problem's a nail." And that's all we had. We were just hammers, man. We just that's it. But uh, yeah, so. Once I got loose from up there, I came down here and, uh, yeah, I got hooked up. I was having trouble. I was worried and scared. 
I'd always been inside the LDS community, so they took care of us. They didn't put us out nowhere. So now that I was out in the real world, man, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I was scared to death. Some guys, they hooked me up. First was, uh, I think it was Vicodin's first. And that made it all right. It, it didn't, it ain't any feeling. I mean, it didn't hurt. It took the pain away, you know. But, uh, but, but it didn't make, it really didn't make anything no better. And then after a while, they didn't even work no more. So, uh, so then I was in the, one of the Percocets, Darvocets, uh, pretty much anything that would take that pain away. But I picked up a job. And I couldn't afford to keep going like I was going without working. Like I was stealing lawnmowers. Anything that somebody leave outside, I'd steal it, pawn it, or, or just turn around and sell it. Somebody else that needed another fix, you know, just passing it down the line. But, uh, but yeah, man, I got a, uh, I got my job now. I got my job. I, I, I sling drinks. It, it's mainly just beers and, and easy, easy cocktails down at the local, bar, local bar. I'm sorry, man. I didn't really ever open up like this, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I'm trying to get back in school and do better, but it's hard. It's hard because because it get it gets in your mind and you get tired and and all that stuff from the past it just comes back and the only thing that you know will make it go away is to reach for that bottle of pills and those little pills will make all that pain go away but it don't but yeah I'm uh I'm Thomas. Tommy, Ray. Okay, so that's, um, you guys all know, obviously, that, that Tommy is the newest member of your support group, and um, he's here by court order. Um, so it was, a, it was a court order thing. This is the first time he's kind of really opened up to the group properly. Um, uh, he, he's opened up a little bit to, to Garrett, because Garrett's his sponsor, but on a whole, he, he, this was quite, you guys are all kind of a little bit surprised by this. Um, there's one other member of your support group who isn't here tonight, um, Callie, Callie Landrum, and she is um, volunteering at uh, the church uh, back in her hometown, Leland, um, which is not too far away. It's, it's um, Father Harlan um, James, it's his, his hometown. It's about maybe an hour's drive out of Lufkin. Um, so she's off there tonight, and so you, it's it's just the the four of you, um, and you guys are kind of talking it through your week and and how everything's going. Um, and it's at that moment that uh, Danny, your your phone starts to ring. Oh, sorry, shit. Supposed to silence those things during the meetings. Sorry. Okay, take it, Danny. Sorry, I take it. So. Hello, Danny. Danny, it's it, it's it's Mitch. It's Mitch Landrum. What's wrong, Mitch? Oh God! It's, it, it, oh God! Last, last night she uh she she was she was working. She was she was doing stuff at the church, and then 
saying she killed herself, Daddy. They saying Kelly cut her throat. Oh my God! What's wrong? What is it, Danny? Uh, it, it's 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 Mitch Landrum. He says Kelly's dead. What? What? No, no, it can't be. She can't be. Oh, since she cut her throat. How did, how did she, how could she cut her own throat? It doesn't make sense. They just, they called me and I, I went to the hospital. She, she was doing so good. They, they said she was off the rails and, and she wasn't. I know she wasn't. They're lying. The those those people at that, that church. There's no way she would have killed herself. No way, no way, no way, no way. I don't know. She's gone, Danny. Um, right now, Mitch. I'm, I'm at the hospital. They, 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 I gotta, they've got to confirm the, the death, and, and, and I, I don't know what to do. I just, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Okay, okay. And he hangs up. I, I gotta go, folks. You shouldn't be alone right now. Well, I, I, I can't sit here at a meeting though while this is going on. We got to get over there to the hospital. Yeah, I'll go with you. One of somebody should go. You don't want to be alone at this point. Reverend, why don't you? I mean, would you guys all mind? Can we? This is kind of an emergency. No, we can. I I would say go. I would come with you if. But I don't want to leave, Mister Ray here. By himself. Um, if it's Kelly, I, I, I just if it's Kelly, I want to go. Okay, Mister. Okay, Tom. There's no way uh, she would have killed herself. Let's go. Let's go. We gotta go. Who here actually has a license? I don't. So, I do. The the Reverend will have one of those kind of people mover. Church fans. Yeah, yeah. So he, he he'll have one of those um because he's got kids and stuff. So he'll have like a. Soccer mum van type thing. Um, so yeah, you guys lock up and and you head over. Was well, Ray to... going to come with us? Tommy Ray, yeah, I'm coming with. All right. With yeah. So the, the um, now you guys know that Danny was Kelly's. Um, uh, no, yeah, Danny was Kelly's sponsor. Right. So they they had like one on one sessions and 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 they were they were close because of that reason. Um, I'm sitting up in the front if if Reverend Harlan's driving. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Reverend will be um, driving. Um, so you guys are on your way to, to the hospital uh, in Leland, which, um, is, is, like I said, it's about an hour or so away. Um, yeah. Reverend, there ain't no way. There ain't no way that she'd have killed herself. Uh, why? Why? I, 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 maybe I didn't do enough for her. No, no, there's just no way. There's no way. See, there's something that we never told you. It's like we were engaged. We were going to get married. We just were waiting for the right time to tell everybody to make the announcement. It's like Danny. we were we were happy. Danny, I'm 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 sorry. I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You know I'm here. 
if you want to talk. After, obviously. Just get there. And I'd probably start crying. But I'm not going to do it right now. <laughs> is, there, is there anything anyone especially wants to do between here and the hospital? I'm going to try and talk with uh, Danny and uh, all everybody but about like support like you know life on life terms things like this yeah. happen God grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change the courage to change the things we can and uh, the courage to, to know the difference and I probably start losing it um why would God let this happen? Oh, why would he? I can't. Um, yeah, so you guys are driving along. Um, pretty much, um, just to just story-wise, you guys get to the hospital. Um, Mitch Landrum there uh, is there. Um, some of you, you guys know, you've heard of Mitch. Um, you may have met him uh, once or twice. He is um, Kelly's um, father, yeah. Um, she grew up with quite a kind of rough background and um, Mitch was a violent alcoholic um, and her mother was a drug addicted hooker um, so she kind of that's how she went off the rails and everything but as she found the church she God saved her she always used to say God saved her life right? Um, and through that she um, she actually renewed her relationship with her father and he's back, got his life on track and they have a really nice relationship now. Um, so you guys, you, you guys come up to, to the hospital and um, uh, Mitch is, is standing there and you can tell he's, he's visibly pretty upset. Um, and uh, he just comes over and he gives Danny a, a big hug um, and he just keeps, I'm sorry, Danny. I'm, I'm so sorry. They, what? What the hell are they saying happened? How? Oh God! And he, and he sees and he sees um he sees Har, um uh, uh, Reverend uh, Harlan James, and he says, "You with them? You with those fucking church people?" No, 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 no. He's next Reverend. He's one of. He's the leader of our. He's one of us. No, no, no. I, I do my own thing. He's my sponsor. I would never do anything to harm anyone, any of these. I'm here to, I'm help. to, I'm here to help. Uh, to answer your question, uh, um, Josh, uh, to Har Reverend James, um, no, there wasn't a meeting before okay. between that gap. Um, so yeah, he goes, yeah, she was, she was volunteering for the church. They've been working on this, this haunted house thing. And I called her the other night and she, she was upset. Something had happened and, and she she should have she should have not gone, but she, she went to help at the church because she said she volunteered and she had to be there. And then the next thing I know I, I, I get a call saying that she was acting strange and, and, and moody and and then she they she cut her throat. Yeah, I don't buy it. Come on. We were happy. No, I, I, don't, I don't buy it either. That's what I'm saying. I, there's something fucked up going at that, that fucking church, that fucking asshole church in Leland, the free, Leland Free Evangelical Church. And he says that, 
That is your old church, Reverend James. That is your old church. I, I just kind of, I look visibly upset and I'm just... So you, you didn't know that Kelly attended your old church? I, why did she, she never mention that she went to my old church? Why? Well, maybe she didn't know it was your old church. I'm fair. Uh, I've mentioned it a few times in meetings. But we just got to find out what happened. Are the police involved now? <laughs> the police? That's half the problem. Is the new uh, the new preacher? Obviously, since you you left, new guy called uh, Ted Weaver, Pastor Ted Weaver. I mean, he, he's he's a slimy character. But his his little brother is the chief of police. Ted Weaver. So Ted Weaver's brother is the chief of police for the yeah. town that the church is in. Yeah. Do you know the brother's name? Uh, it's yeah. Oh, <laughs> Chief Daniel. Chief Daniel, that's his name. Dan Weaver. Fucking asshole. How big is this town? How many cops on the force do you know? Uh, it's not that. I think there's there's two other co- officers. So it's a one-horse town. You got like two cops in the whole fucking town? Well, we need to get uh, the... We need to find out what the forensics people say. Yeah, as the father can request a toxicology report, It'll probably take a couple of days. So. Okay, so he goes. He kind of goes in and and he starts talking to a to a nurse. Don't um, let him give you no bullshit. You you get the right for that. Yeah, and he he just sort of says, I, I you know you can see him talking to the nurse, and the nurse is taking notes and going okay, and and it seems like she's cooperating. Like it doesn't seem like she's being um you know or anything like that. Um, then, uh, find out what the hell happened. Uh, behind you, you guys actually see a um, a police car pull up behind you guys, and um, out of it gets two men. Um, one of them, uh, you recognize um, Reverend James as um, Ted Weaver, and the man with him, you assume, is uh, so it's Ted Weaver. There is. Um, Got a suit on, blue shirt, and then the other man looks kind of like a younger, shorter, more stocky version of him. You would assume is is Chief Daniel. Um, so they they get out of the car um, and they they sort of see you and they they walk on over. <laughs> they go uh, and it goes well. And this is the the river. And it goes well. Look at that, Ted. If it isn't our uh, old Reverend Harlan James Jr. Ted, what what happened? What happened, Ted? What do you mean, what happened? What, what are you here for? You're here to, to stock me another one? And at that, um, Daniel sort of goes, hang on, is this, is this the guy that accosted you? I just, I, I'm literally like clenching my fists and trying to hide them. And 
Ted, I do not want to start anything here. The <laughs> young woman is dead. What the hell happened to Kelly? Uh, how do you people know Kelly? Kelly Landrum was my girlfriend. Goes to my support group. Her father's inside. Your support group? Huh? Yes. Well, it looks like you did a fantastic job. Go I fuck do. yourselves. Um, when you say that, um, the cop um, sort of steps forward and goes, you want to watch your lip there, boy. Oh, shove it up your ass. No, da- Danny. Da- da- he kind of goes to, to kind of do something, but um, Ted Weaver kind of stops and goes, no, no. Now, Dan. I'm recording this, this whole thing. This man is in bereavement. Um, so he sees your recording and goes, it's public place. And he Public sees place. Uh, Look up the laws. Uh, you should know it. Pastor Ted Weaver here. I just want to say we are absolutely horrified by what has happened to a member of our flock. And we will do everything to support the family of Kelly Lander. Now, if excuse me, and it, him and uh, and and the, the captain, uh, the chief, go in, go in and start talking to Mitch, who uh, he, he's, he's very upset. And he's, you guys can tell he's... Um, He's very similar to you, Reverend. He's just trying to keep calm. You can tell he's very not happy and, and you know, he's quite angry and, and, and stuff like that. Um, well, can I go in with Mitch? Um, you, yeah, you, you can go in and, and, um, and kind of interrupt him if you'd like. Well, I just mean to be there with Mitch. Um, well, as you kind of, as you're about to go in, a nurse kind of comes and takes Mitch away, um, leaving the two of them there, and they sort of look at each other. Um, can you guys give me psych rolls? <laughs> oh, one. Oh, 11. Ooh, you're on that, point. I um, my oh, one on that. <laughs> Which is actually you... an extreme. <laughs> it would have so, to be. Yeah, you guys... Um, as um as Mitch sort of walks away, he he turns back and he says something that you guys can't hear to uh, to the the preacher and the chief, and um, then he continues on with the nurse, and you see the look on the preacher and the chief's face. They're worried. Something that he has said has made them sort of go, and then they storm out, and they just get back in their car and they drive off. Um, so I'm just going to kind of jump ahead a little bit now. Um, so there's nothing really much you guys can do. Um, you, you support Mitch, you guys make sure he gets home safely and, and you kind of, uh, you guys go back to, to what you're doing and, and, um, and, um, then the next, a few days later, you guys are kind of dealing with a lot of stuff and Danny, you've been helping and all of you guys have been helping Mitch get prepared for the funeral. Um, and you guys are trying to sort of dig into more about what's happened and trying to get in contact with people who might be involved in the house. And so it's all, but they're being really secretive and you can't, you, you can't seem to get any information. Um, and, um, you wake up on the um, uh, on, on October twentieth, a few days later, 
And uh, you guys wake up to to this article um, on the, the uh, comes up on your your newsfeed um, on Facebook, and you guys click on it. And um, this is what you read. Um, oh, I think I I found something on the on Kelly. Haunted house death ruled suicide bullshit. The death of Leland woman Kelly Land Landrum has been ruled a suicide by the Angelina County Coroner. Bullshit. Landrum, 25, was taken to Lufkin Memorial Hospital on October 16th after being found by fellow volunteers at the Halloween Haunted House organized by the Leland Free Evangelical Church. Landrum died from her injuries before reaching the hospital. Pastor Ted fucking Williams told the Leland Chronicle, Miss Landrum was more troubled than any of us knew. If we had, that's fucking bullshit. If we had seen the signs, we could have helped her before she made a ter- this terrible decision. While scripture is fucking scripture, while scripture is unambiguous on the subject of suicide, everyone at the church is praying for those who love Kelly. Funeral service has been arranged for October twenty third in Leland. Fucking bullshit. I don't trust any of these people. They're fucking covering something up. Um, you also know. Um, because you've been helping um, Mitch uh, get the funeral ready, that even though it was her church, Ted Weaver is refusing to have her funeral at the church. Um, he is saying, nope, she's a suicide. Um, we, don't, we don't allow suicide funerals at the church. That's not done. She, has, you know, she can't be involved. She can't be buried on our site. Burn the fucking church to the ground. Um, so he's pretty upset by that because um, Mitch knows that Kelly loved that church and, and that was sort of such a important place for her. Well, um, maybe she shouldn't have. Weaver is a asshole. Um, now, can you guys all give me a computer use? Okay. Oh. Nope. I uh, wasted my O2 now. <laughs> pass. I, I passed also. Uh, so who got an O2? I, I, I didn't get an O2. No. I did. Is it, was that the base one? I got an A. Nice. <laughs> Just A. Um, so Garrett, you um, find this article. Um, it's on like a like a chat room type thing. Um, you kind of find your way in. Uh, which is a bit surprising because you're normally not like the best at uh, this sort of thing. But you find this article, which is, uh, this is a few days later. So this is October 22nd. Um, this, so this is the day before the funeral. And, and you find this, Jason, so you can read this one out. Excuse me. Kelly's death covered up. Uh, submitted on October 22nd at 2.27 a.m. by Kelly Truth. This is bullshit. I knew Kelly better than anyone, and she was not suicidal. Sure, she screwed up, but she had kicked the meth, found Jesus, and was getting her shit together. And who kills themselves anyway by cutting their throat? 
we would have heard the truth if the brother of the pastor of the Leland Allen Evangelical Church wasn't one of the one investigating Kelly's death. They're hiding something. Call or email Chief Weaver and tell him that he needs to get off his fat ass and investigate this like a real police officer. He's a piece of shit anyway. Uh, and then down in the comments, there's something that says, I know you're sad and angry, but you're wrong. Kelly did it kill herself. My sister is a volunteer <laughs> at the Hell House, and she saw the crazy stuff she wrote on the wall about Satan. She took pictures. I will try and get them off her phone. And the next comment says, I don't know what happened to Kelly, but I volunteered as a carpenter in that house for a week, and it's haunted. I always felt like I was being watched. While I didn't see anything, I nearly cut off my fingers with a bandsaw when someone pushed me and there wasn't anyone else around. I never worked anywhere that anywhere that creeped me out like that. Um, so, yeah, you find that and you send it off to, uh, to the other members of the group. Um, and so you guys are... Uh, you're at another, this is the first meeting you've had since you guys have now found out about um, Kelly's death and the next day is, is the funeral. Um, somebody, somebody has her cell phone? No, I think someone said like her, her sister was volunteering and her sister took some photos. Took pictures. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So the, the funeral is tomorrow at 10 a.m. at the Gillian Cemetery in Leland. Um, and you, so this, you guys, this is the, the night before that, the, the 22nd Garrett's just showed you guys, um, this article he's found with the kind of the comment thing. Um, and you guys are just talking about, I guess your plans tomorrow. Well, what, what's some weird stuff in there? What's the stuff about her writing stuff on the walls or, uh, you got to ask her father to obtain the police report so we could read through that. From this article, it's saying some bullshit that she's wrote about Satan on the walls before she killed herself. Yeah. Somebody has pictures of it. I, I That's just done. not Kelly. That's not Kelly at all. I could have done something. I could have. Did somebody have slept or something? How long are you? were you with her, man? We were, well, we kind of, you know, she, she was part of the group. And uh, about a month ago, we got engaged. And uh, no offense to you, Tommy, but uh, you were new to the group. And uh, we just figured, since it kind of coincided with that, we would just wait until, you know, things had gotten where we were all friends again. We were all friends. And and then we would make our announcement, but we never did. There's just no way. She was she was a, a nice person. She believed in God. She would never have killed herself. We'll, we'll pray at the end of this. We'll pray at the end of this meeting in memory of her. You got to go to that haunted house, man. I mean, we should poke around a little bit. I want to find 
this fucking bitch that has that pictures on her cell phone. I can't. I can't be. I can't be hanging around all anywhere that the police are gonna show up though. So, I already got them on me, man. You know that. I know. They're like, they're like, oh man, there's Tommy. We're gonna go. We're gonna hook him up. And that's uh, what they do every time. And I ain't even done nothing. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of them, man. You just get tired and it all just goes on again. Yeah. You know, those people at that church, there's got to be somebody there who will tell us what happened. You know, there's going to be a lot of assholes telling us some bullshit, too. Yeah, but you know what? Their whole thing is about love and God and telling the truth and never lying. Some people take it to be extreme, but this wouldn't this wouldn't help. But I have a slight confession. So I had an altercation with Mister Weaver, which led to me to go to the bar, have a drink, and um, that night I got a on the fourteenth. I got a call from from her. But I didn't pick it up. I just let it ring. And then I fell asleep. Maybe if I picked it up. It wasn't in the state. Yeah, but I'm her sponsor. If she was having trouble, she'd have called me. thought you weren't supposed to be in a relationship with your sponsor, man. And her rules... Uh, no relationships for a year. Uh, men not supposed to date the man, female. Don't mix on sponsors. There's, there's got to be a reason she rang me that night. Maybe she was asking for help. Maybe somebody did this to her. But if it wasn't, if it wasn't drunk, I would have. <sighs> Who the fuck cuts their own throat? I'm a goddamn psychopath, and I wouldn't cut my own fucking throat. I, I don't think you could cut your own throat. You know, I'm, I once, I once no. got a splinter in my thumb, and I couldn't pull it out. I had to get somebody else to do it. Can Tommy, uh, can you give me an idea roll? It'd be too painful. You wouldn't be able to go through with it. No, you'd start, and then you'd go, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that a pass? Eight again. Oh, nice. So you you um, think back to the 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 thing that um, Garrett brought to the group. Um, in the first comment, um, which has the the the, the name uh, Kelly Truth, this is bullshit. I knew Kelly better than anyone, and she was not a suicide. So you realize that there's someone out there that sees Kelly as, as someone close to them and they don't believe it's a suicide. And by the way, they're writing, they seem to know a little bit about the church and that the crimes being inspected by, uh, by the chief. And you realize maybe it's one of the congregants, like maybe it's someone at the church. Maybe it's somebody who's going to be at the funeral tomorrow. Biggest thing is we got to, we can't be around the police. They're in it. They're in it, man. They're in as much as anybody. Well, they can't do anything during the funerals, so 
No. Let's keep our eye on. See if we can find somebody who's crying a lot because of, or not crying at all. Sir. Yeah. I thought Danny wrote that first comment. No, I didn't write it. Is there anybody that Kelly ever talked about at the church that she really liked? Um, Give me a luck roll. Oh, 73 out of 50. Hmm. Do I want to say luck on luck? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, could, I could use this point on it, but I'd be dead. Um, she kind of, um, yeah, she didn't kind of talk too much about all that stuff. Um, because she knew you, you weren't super kind of super religious. Um, so she just sort of kept it to herself a little bit, I guess, um, things. But she seems that you, you, you can imagine that she would have friends there because she loved going. So you you believe that there'll be someone there that there'll be people there that are upset and, you know, want answers. Um, but you also know that Mitch would not have written that comic because he just is terrible with computers. He wouldn't know how to right. do all that stuff. So our ears open and see if somebody's talking about it, that it couldn't possibly be a bit of suicide. How many days until the funeral? Tomorrow. It's tomorrow morning. Should we maybe scope out that how that house or the, the other church before we go to the funeral? I'm down. I'm good with that. We can do that, man. We, we can. We, we can try. I don't know what. We're I, I'm. Do. I don't know. I think it's just an old hall or something next door, isn't it? One right next to that church. Yeah, they built. They made it right next to the church, right? Uh you you guys don't know. You know nothing about the the house. Don't, I don't even um, know where it's supposed to be. Reverend James, you know that the church. It's a it's a decent sized proper church. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, also, give me an idea roll, Reverend. Forty-four, which is a pass, I think. Yeah, it's a pass. You kind of have a bit of a light bulb moment, and you pull, you kind of lean down and pull up your your bag, and you open it, and then you go to a pocket, and you pull out a key. You still have your key to the church. Hey, um, guys, I know I. Uh... I always keep mementos of my time, and it turns out I have a key to the church still. I like you more and more every day. They never change the lock either. So. Well, we better we better wait until it's completely dark, though. Well, we could at least we could say a prayer. Could do. It's oh. right, right now, it's probably, you guys have been here for a while, so right now it's probably like coming up to 10 o'clock. You know it's going to take you an hour to drive to Leland. Um, so you'd get there around kind of 11, um, and you guys can stake out if you wanted to. Uh, now, I don't know if we should actually use the key until we <laughs> It might be good to go in and look around, but we might be better if we wait and find out something we're looking for, because we might only have one shot at this. 
I don't know why why we need to look in the church anyway. She died at the. Maybe they got a poster or something about where the haunted house is. I mean, you we could probably Google it on the church website. Well, maybe, but maybe they haven't announced it yet. I don't know. Well, if we just, um, I'll say uh, you, I'll say you guys do a quick church, and they just said, um, it just says uh, haunted house coming uh, details coming soon, opens on uh, October twenty fourth. Is there a phone number? Uh, yeah, there's the church phone number, but the hours, uh, like, the church closes at, at like, 5 o'clock. All right. I, oh. I don't trust it. Ted Ted is uh, not a very nice man, and if he's a haunted hat, what? I'm just saying, instead of breaking in to find a flyer, we just wait till the morning. We call up and be like, hey, I want to bring my kids down and teach them Jesus through fear. What's your address? Oh, come down to 442 Second Street. I don't know if any of you have been arrested before. I've been locked up quite enough. I am. Well, quite honestly, I don't want to drive an hour there and an hour back and then go to a funeral tomorrow morning at 10. We want to stay off their radar as well. I, f- I think we wait till after the funeral before we... The only ride we got is... Reverend's big ass van, man. How's that gonna be? How be? How we even gonna be inconspicuous, man? That's what I mean. Yeah, true. It does make a racket as well. It's not very well kept. Only thing it don't do is have the lights and the stop sign that comes out the side to stop the traffic. Let's just ask tomorrow where the haunted house is gonna be. Yeah, we'll we'll fill, get the funeral over and done with. Say uh goodbyes to Kelly and we'll figure out afterwards. Okay. Um, so you guys, I'm assuming you're all going to go to the funeral together. You'll sort of travel together and, and turn up. So let's, let's fast forward to the next morning. Um, you guys pull up outside the, um, uh, the Gilliam, uh, Gamillion, uh Cemetery in Leland. Um, it's a large, well-maintained graveyard with headstones dating back 150 years. Um, so it's like one of those kind of big, big places. Um, it looks nice. Like it's, it is a um, really, really nice place. Um, you guys all um, jump out of the Reverend's um, bus and you've all dressed, you know, in your, your, your best clothes, your suits and, and things like that and cleaned up as best you can. Um, and uh, you can see a lot of people. There's a lot of people here. Um, Kelly was very much loved by the looks of things. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys want to do? Well, I'm going to go over to where Mitch is first. Mitch isn't here. You can't see Mitch. What the fuck is Mitch? Danny, are you okay? I don't see Mitch anywhere. Wait, yeah, his own... His own daughter's funeral, he's not here. Well, he's still got time, but. Yeah, but I'll no, one, no one's late. He might be crying. He might be in the bathroom. Um, yeah, so there's no text back or there's no answer of his phone or anything like that. <sighs> Gonna walk around, like, kneel around and not be to uh, not be seen. I'm just going to fade into the kind of fade into the fold and mill around and listen to folks, see what they got. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah. Uh, give me a listen roll. All right. Uh, I want to go talk to who's who, what preacher is doing the uh, service. Ted Weaver. Ted. I yeah, thought he wouldn't. Oh. He's he's happy to talk at the funeral. He just wouldn't have the service at the church. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go and talk to Ted. Actually, yeah, I'll go talk. <laughs> um, what do you? What would you like to do, Garrett? Um, I'm going to hobble around a little bit and see if I can hear anything, and kind of look for somebody who. Maybe a girl around her age that looks a little broken up or mm-hmm. and just, hey, did you know her? How did you know her? And multiple times to people, hey, how did you know her? Where did you know her from? And give see if I a, can get... First off, give me a spot hidden. Okay. And we'll see from that. Did you, how did you do with your listen, Tommy? Regular pad, 33 on 35. So it's regular pass. Okay, so you're you're you you're kind of um, mill around and you're blending in quite well. You're a little bit younger as well, so you're kind of a similar age to some of the people. And you're kind of hearing a lot of people murmuring and you know, like, oh such a nice girl, but yeah, she obviously just went back off the rails and and, and stuff. And it's like you hear about the, the writing on the wall? Yeah, and no, I heard she wrote something on the wall, it was really bad. Yeah, like, you know, and, and you're hearing a lot of people bringing up this something, writing, Satan writing on the wall or something. It was written on the wall. Do I hear um, anybody using the term bullshit? No. No, no one seems to be using that term. Um, how'd you go with your spot hidden, Garrett? I, I was waiting for you guys to finish. And uh, I forgot to bring it up earlier. When we were first sitting around the meeting, I would have said about my leg. My leg got pretty mangled in the motorcycle accident. So mm. I walk at a very slow pace. You're limpy. Yeah, I'm very limpy. They said in a couple of years it could heal up with therapy, whatever the hell that means. So um, Reminds me, Kelly was your sponsor, correct, Garrett? No, uh, Tommy is my... Oh, no, you didn't tell me either way on that one. I just know that I sponsored... You've sponsored Tommy, but Kelly was your sponsor. Oh, she okay. I, that, um, yeah, she me. came and talked to you at your... Um, at That's your right. Yeah. Right, sorry about that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a 45. What, what was I wrong for? I'm sorry, we were talking. Uh, yes, uh, regular success. Okay, so you see a lot of people quite upset and, and you're talking to them and, and things like that. And you see um, two African-American women um, kind of off in the corner and they're, they're, they seem to be the younger one, uh, quite tall and, and beautiful. Um, she's crying. She's quite upset. And then there's um, the other woman who's a bit shorter, older and, and a bit more plump. Um, she's kind of had her on the back and sort of so maybe a mother daughter. Yeah, you, you, that would maybe um, kind of look at, at something like that. But she looks quite upset and and things like that. Um, so that that everyone's crying, but for some reason you, that just draws your eye. I'm gonna um, do you want to talk to them. Yeah, hobble over to them, leaning heavily with my cane, and be like, you know, wait respectfully, but until they notice, and I'll nod at them and see if they are accepting for me to step over. 
Um, so they they um, sort of go. Uh, the, the, the younger one sort of kind of turns away and she walks off, but the uh, the older one um, sort of nods at you and says, "I'm, I'm so sorry." She's uh, she's quite upset. Her and uh, uh, her and um, Callie were, were very close friends. Um, so this is the lady you are talking to. And she says, uh, my name is Lauren Crawley. Hello, Lauren. Uh, I'm Garrett. I extend my hand to shake. It's a pleasure to meet you, unfortunately, under these circumstances. Yeah. Um, were you acquainted with Kelly? She was my sponsor. She actually helped me out over a year ago to, to get on the path of being clean and sober. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, Kelly was, was so good like that. She's so loving. Was that your daughter or your sister? Oh, no, no, just, just, uh, just a friend. Uh, she's uh, one, of, one of the congregation. We're, we're um, a couple, you know, a few of us. We're just really concerned because, I mean, if you knew her, you know she wasn't going to kill herself. Well, I, I know it, it's, it seems hard to believe, but that, that is what happened. She, she was acting strange and, and, and things. And, um, and then she sort of looks over your shoulder and she sees, um, uh, she sees uh, the part of Ted Weaver come out of the, the, the cemetery and sort of look over uh, and, and cause you, you notice her, see something, you turn around, yeah. you can see the preacher there. Um, and he's just sort of looking glaring. at, um, yeah, glaring across at, um, at, at you and and um, Lauren, and she sort of goes, "I'm so sorry." The, uh, I think I think Pastor Weaver needs me. And she sure, sure. What what was the uh, the girl's name? Oh, the, Kelly's friend. Oh, that yeah. uh, Lauren's friend. Oh, Kelly's oh, friend. Dawn. So Dawn was the younger girl. Yes, name's and, Dawn. Yeah. All right. What was her last name? And she kind of gives you an odd look and Alice, why? Oh, I just, I wanted to send out, um, I have a memorable, <laughs> it's a bunch of photos and stuff, and I wanted to give it to the people that she was very friendly with. And I just want to make sure I'm giving out to people who would honor her name. Can you give me a, like a persuade? Yeah. Or a fast talk role? A fast talk I have. Cool. Oh, freaking nine. Okay. So she goes, oh, that, that's so kind of you. What was your name again, sir? Garrett, Garrett Olson. Thank you very much, Garrett. I, I'm sure everyone would appreciate the, the photos. What was the girl's last name? I couldn't hear you. Uh, Dawn. Ellers. Dawn Ellers. All right. And thank you very much. And I um, kind of looked to see anybody of our group. and Yeah. Link back um, up. So I'm going to jump over to Reverend. So the Reverend you were looking for, for Ted Weaver, you, you, you were kind of struggling to find him. And then you finally see him come out of the, 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 um, the building. And, um, uh, and he looks across to, to Garrett and, and a woman, um, which um, is Lauren. And she sort of starts to make way over. You go to make your way over. And all of a sudden a hand comes up and just stops you on your chest. And he goes, where the hell do you think you're going? I ain't letting you near my brother again, Mr. Fisty Hands. And it's uh, Chief Weaver. Hey, I, I just wanted to apologize to him. <laughs> like I said, 
ain't knitting you or any of your little pups near my brother. You're lucky really? I'm even letting you stay here. He's really a man of God. He would he would see me. He was really... Yeah, he's a man of God. Unlike you, druggy. I know all about you. I pulled up your fight. Yeah, all those bar fights. Yeah. Call yourself a man of God. And he spits on your shoe. I... I go to start to roll up my sleeves, but I kind of stop myself and it's like, good day, good day to you, and then just walk off. I just stop myself from trying to hit him. It's a funeral yeah. after all. Uh, Danny, what, what are you doing? Well, I'm wondering where Mick, Mitch is. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of wandering around too, seeing if I hear anybody whose attitude is like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you finally get through. that she wasn't, you know, killed herself. She, yeah. she was killed. Um, you, you finally get through to Mitch and he goes, Hey, Danny. Mitch, we're here at the funeral. Where are you? Um, I'm on my way. I just, there's something I, I got to do. I, I'll be there. I'll be there. Don't worry. I'm not going to miss my daughter's funeral. All right. See you in a few. Okay. Um, and then you'll, you, you'll wander around for a little bit and people are, you know, everyone's being really polite and, and, and talkative. Um, no one seems to be kind of saying, you know, don't be here or anything like that. You know, you guys aren't getting that from anyone. Everyone talks to you quite happily, but the general consensus is that, you know, oh, Callie was lovely, but, you know, she obviously just... She was maybe she started using again. No one seems to know if she, she maybe she started using again and decided it was just too much. I'm keeping my eyes open for anybody who's looking at their phones, like sharing pictures. Yeah. Um, give me all of you. Give me spot hints. Uh. Oh, fifty-three out of fifty-five. So basic. Yeah. 48 out of 55, so again, basic. Uh, 25 out of 35, I passed. 71 out of 40. <laughs> Birds. Okay, so, um, Garrett, you uh, kind of are looking around and you see um, you see Dawn. She's off in the corner and she's on her phone. Is uh, Danny near me? Um, give me a luck roll. 40. Uh, yeah, I passed that. Uh, yeah, he's he's kind of not too far away from you. I, I um, what's just from Garrett. Hey, uh, and I, I limp over. I say, yo, uh, and I point without, like, you know, being obvious. I'm like, you see that girl, that pretty young girl over there? Mm-hmm. Her name is Dawn Allers. I think, I think she's our best lead here. She seemed to be very broken up, and I talked with her friend. And she said that they were extremely close. Right. Oh, plus now we got to make up some memorial thing to mail out to people. That's the excuse I'm using for asking all the questions. No offense. We go to, I'll go talk to her. Um, before we, we do that, um, Tommy, you are kind of wandering around and um, you, as you said, you're kind of trying to blend in and listen to people. You're not talking to people as much. You all of a sudden feel like you can see eyes on the back of your neck. 
and you feel like you've got that feeling you're being, you know, you're being watched and you turn around and you see kind of through the crowd on the other side of, of everything, there's a young girl, you'd probably say maybe, you know, 17 or 18 and she's just standing there and she's just, she's just no blinking. She's looking directly at you. How far away is she from me? Um, she'd probably be, you know, decent 50, 60 feet. And there's people like walking in between you guys. And let's see, yeah. Man, I'm just gonna walk up to her. I don't, I don't, I don't, even, I don't even care how far it is. I'm just gonna walk up to her, man. Okay, so as you kind of walking along, um, as if people are passing you, someone walks, someone walks in front of you, and then she's gone. So and you can see her. Someone walks past, and she's gone. Man. All right, man. Um, so I'll jump back over to uh, um, Garrett and Danny, who are walking over to, to Dawn. Yeah, I, I, I sort of motioned for Garrett to stay there for a minute. and I, mm-hmm. I walk up to her and I say, uh, excuse me, ma'am, are you uh, uh, Dawn Allers? And she sort of looks up and smiles. She goes, you're, you're Danny. Yeah. She she loved you very much. Uh, yeah, we were uh, we were going to be uh, we were engaged. Did she tell you that? Yeah, she she asked she asked me to be her maid of honor. And I I I, I move up close so that you know I can if I'm talking to her. I am. uh i'm like there's i don't want to upset you any more than you're already upset but there is something completely wrong going on here there is no way that kelly killed herself i i i know it's it doesn't make sense i i I, it's open it's and she looks around us. She's kind of looking around to see if there's anyone near you guys. And, and um, I think, I think Reverend Weaver is, is is using his brother's influence to to cover things up. Yeah, we think that too. Uh, Don, everybody keeps talking about some sort of a a thing that she wrote on the walls. Uh, people got uh, cell phone pictures, but uh, we haven't been able to see what it was yet. I I wasn't I wasn't there. I wasn't working that night. I mean, where did she get a knife to cut her? I, I don't buy there's any. A, there's a lot of tools around the around the house. People are they're, they're 
where where is this place? Oh, it's the old. You mean the house? Yeah. Where is this haunted house? She said it's it's the old Angerstein house. Now you guys all know the Angerstein house. It is um, it's haunted. It's a, an actual known. Uh, think Amityville house. Pretty much everyone who's on this house has died a pretty horrific, violent death. Angerstein house. And it, it hasn't been lived in for years now. Um, and, 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 and things like that. Um, it's so it's a pretty bad place. Um, she said, yeah, the, the Reverend, he, he bought the house and, and, um, we've been working on it and fixing it up and getting it ready for, for the, the hell house. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, We just haven't been able to get any kind of information. Uh, I know you're upset, and I'm upset too. And Paul Mitch is beyond himself. I mean, he had just gotten reunited with his daughter. You know, he, he just started putting it all back together with her, and and now mm-hmm. this happens. But I, I just there's a part of me that just can't let it lie. I've got to find out what the hell happened. And if I could ask for your help, I mean, first of all, I want to find what, what she wrote on the wall. I imagine they've covered it all up already, but I want to know if somebody has a picture. And I don't know any of these people. Hmm. Um, she's about to say something and then she sees everyone is that's like called everyone in for the service and um this big kind of just built like a brick shit house um guy comes up um and uh he he sees you and he walks on over and um says hey don you uh you coming in uh, the reverend wants you uh once you up front close, he, he knows how close you were with, uh, with Kelly. And, um, and then he sort of looks you up and down, Danny, and he says, is this guy bothering you? I'll start walking towards some. I was, I was, uh, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Landrum's, uh, boyfriend, sir. I uh, didn't know anything about Kelly having a boyfriend. Is he bigger than me? Well, we've all got to go, so... Uh, yeah, he's... he's uh, yeah, because what's your size, Eric? I got 80 strength, size 60. Yeah, and no, his size is 75. And I, I turned to Donna and I was like, well, thank you very much, miss. And and, she, uh, thank you, and she goes, yeah, I'll, I'll come in with you, Steve. And she goes off with this with this guy. As he uh, give me a spot hidden, uh, you and Danny and Gary, give me a spot hidden. Sixty-nine, Phil. Uh, I got a fifty-eight out of forty. Can I use some luck? Sure can. I'm gonna use. Oh, that's eighteen luck. Maybe not. Don't okay. worry, Danny. I'll shank him in the balls. 
he's just a guy. Um, so you guys go in, and um, you guys all find each other and find a pew. Not a pew, you find a, a seat. You sit down, and, and they're playing some some lovely music um, over the top. Um, and the, the you guys can see the coffin there. It's a closed casket. Um, and uh, Pastor Weaver gets up, um, and he starts to talk about Callie and her struggles and, and how, you know, she overcame them by, by finding God. Um, and there's a few things you notice as he's talking. He is basically saying that the church did everything. The only reason she was better was because of the church. He never mentions that she's in a support group, never mentions any of you guys. He's just saying, and I helped her find her way and, and, get, and come back to the light and, and things. But then he starts talking about how, um, you know, how she, um, um, how, how she, she fell off the wagon and she, she, she was using again and, and stuff, which you guys all know is a lie. He said, oh, for months now, she's been coming to me saying she's, she's been struggling again with the, um, with the heroin. Um, which you guys know she never did heroin. She was addicted to meth and stuff. So you guys know he is flat out. And you also know he's never mentioning God. He's never saying God or, or anything like that. You know, he, he's, he's, you know, he's not letting it kind of, you know, do all that stuff. So as he's kind of, um, he's been quite, um, and he says, you know, I'm, I'm saddened that, uh, you know, that, that, but God's judgment and this first time he says, God, God's judgment is final. Um, suicide is not. And he starts kind of actually kind of blaming. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm standing before up before you do that, before you do that, the doors at the back burst open and a very drunk and a very angry Mitch Landrum storms in. You fucking piece of shit. And he's waving a gun around. I get I'll pull Tommy and Danny to the ground. Oh no, I'm 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 going for Mitch. I'm like I gotta yeah. okay for Mitch. He's drunk. Okay, um, you guys uh, give me, hang on, I'll say you guys are like, because he's, he's coming in, so I'll, let's give me some uh, some strength checks. Well, if Danny's going to go to... Are you going to try and take him down? Well, I'm not going to tackle him, but I'm like, come on, Mitch. No, 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 much, Mitch, you know, you're you're drunk. Calm it down. Okay, so, you, okay, so you're, trying, you're going to talk to him. Okay. Well, and I'm going to try to, you know, get the gun. <laughs> well, okay, so, yeah, let's give that um, let's give that a strength check. Yeah, because uh, while Danny's talking to him, I will go get... I will... Okay. Him. I got a 66 out of 80. Okay. Uh, I got a 33 on strength. Okay. So you guys kind of... You, you guys, uh, you don't, as you say, you don't tackle him. You're just trying to like control him and things. Right. But then out of nowhere, he gets tackled from behind. Um, so he gets tackled to the ground. And the guy who, Steve, the really big dude, he is on top of him. He's pulling his arm behind his back, cuffing him. So you guys realize that this guy's a, a police officer. He's like, you know, sorry for that, folks. 
Sorry, I got I got him. It's fine. And 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 Mitch is just screaming bloody murder. Yeah, I'm 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 pushing on Steve and I'm like, dude, this is her father. He's grieving. He's just drunk. Um and he, he looks up and he put your hand on me and you'll be going to the same place as him. Hey. uncuff un- him. And then an- the, another guy comes along, um, because everyone's sort of backed away and thing, and another guy comes up and he goes, Excuse me, I'm I'm sorry, uh please and and he um because at this point, Steve's got Mitch to his feet and Pastor Weaver's coming and we're down. This guy coming and goes, I'm so sorry about all this. I, I know I know this is Callie's father. I, I'm sorry about this whole situation. Like, listen, it, please just don't make a scene and, and, and I'll, 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 I'll make sure Mitch gets out, okay? I've got, I've got it covered. I'm, and he pulls out a badge and he goes, it's, like, it's okay. I, 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 I know this is this? going on. Who is this guy? Um, this guy, I mean, do we know this guy or? Um, no, you guys don't know this guy, but on his, he shows his badge um, and, he, and he says his name is, uh, one second, and he goes, uh, my name's Officer Martinez. All right. Um, and if you guys want to, if you guys want to give me psych rolls, Harlan and Danny. No, uh, I think that's a no from me as well. Yeah, it's a no. okay. From what you guys can tell, even like he he seems quite genuine. Like he's he's not kind of being abrasive, like Steve or Chief. He's he's seems like he's been quite quite kind of calming and quite straight up. Um, but pretty much everyone is now moved. Um, Pastor Weaver's telling everyone to move out of the church. And, right. And well, I've, I've stood up in the middle now, and I just look over at Pastor Weaver, and I say, I want you all to know that this is just nothing but bullshit. Kelly and I were about to get married. She was happy. She wasn't using drugs again. I, 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 I was with her almost every night, so fuck you all. Can you give me a... Um, give me like a persuade or a fast talk or something like that? As he's done that, I've actually rolled up my sleeves and started walking towards the pastor. Okay. Oh, where the hell is it? Yeah, I got 45 and my persuade is 10. My fast talk is five. Yeah. You have a charm or intimidate or something? Uh, charm is 15. Wait, intimidate? Maybe that's on here. Intimidate is 35, and I got a 45, so I'll spend 10 luck on that one. You want to spend 10 luck? Okay, so what happens is you you stand up and you kind of one, two, um, You kind of notice that a lot of people around you kind of go, they're quite surprised, and, like, and you hear whispers of, she was getting, she was engaged. Yeah, I didn't think she was on drugs. Like, okay, and, and, and you can hear murmurs of people kind of going like, she was, she was getting engaged. And stuff. So a lot of people seem to kind of be quite surprised by that information and, and shocked. And people, and as they're murmuring as they go. So Harlan, I'll jump over to you quickly. Um, Garrett and Tommy, what did you, you guys went down. Where are you guys now? Well, once I saw that there wasn't 
shots being fired would just get back up, stand up. Gotta At least for back. myself. I stand back up, man. No, are you guys waiting for these two? Or are you moving out with everyone? I'm standing back because I want to be able to see what's going on. Yeah. I didn't want to go to either group because in case something popped off, I wanted to be able to see the whole congregation, so to speak. Is, is everybody walking out? Like everybody's walking out right now? Yeah, yeah. Mo- everyone else in the church is kind of, there's a lot of people, but a lot of people are moving out. Right. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of hang around a little bit. And uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious. I want to go up there and see, take a little closer look at the coffin. Okay. Um, give me a spot. Nobody's there. You know what I mean. Give me a spot hidden. All right. All right. Man, that's seventy. That ain't gonna get it. Cool. Um. So, uh, Harlan, we'll jump over to you. You uh, we're making your way up to the preacher. Yeah, I rolled up my sleeves. I walk up to him and go. I don't care about you. I don't care who your brother is. You need to listen here. You're no man of God. You're you never ref, you refer to God once. You always refer to yourself. You're nothing but a self believing man. You're just ugh. I go to I look like I'm about to punch him, but I kinda of stop and I'm now like, I wanna to walk over towards Harlan. This is what I was waiting for, something like this. So as soon as he was rolling the sleeves of walking, I start hobbling my way. Yeah, You cool. lied. He wasn't like that. You lied. If you did something to her and you're lying about it now, if you killed her, I don't care. God is my witness. I will kill you. And then I just walk off. I start to walk back. Um, okay. Uh, what, so I'll, I'll jump to Garrett quickly. Yeah. So you were making your way up? In case he went to swing on him, I was going to try and intercept so he doesn't get his ass locked up. That's what I was trying to do. Give me a luck roll, Harlan. Oh, God. A nine. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, you walk away quite happily, um, and, and, uh, you join up with the others and kind of make your way out and, uh, you look behind you and you see the preacher go in the back. He goes up the back. Um, so Tommy, you, you're kind of, uh, you've ended up, you're standing there by yourself. Oh no, sorry, Danny, where did you, what did you, did you go off with the other two? No, I mean, I was yelling at the preacher, but after I was done, I just turned and walked out of the church. Right, cool. So yeah, you went off. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's just you, Tommy. What, what, what do you want to do? You're on mute. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I'm gonna take myself off mute, and uh, I'm just gonna go up to the front pew and sit down all the way to the center, right next to the coffin. I'm just gonna sit there for a minute. Take a look around, see what's going on. Have a moment, you know. It's one of them things where you talk, you talk to somebody, but and you know, you know they're there. You don't know who it is, but you know there's somebody there and they're listening. So, 
I just had some things get off my chest is all. So I'm sitting up there. I'm going to talk to, you know, I'll talk to Kelly for a minute before she's got to go mm-hmm. wherever she's got to go. Cool. Um, give me a, um, give me a spot hidden. Now that one is going to be much better. That's a 20. That's a, that's a pass. It's a, uh, well, it's 20 out of 35. So it's a good, it's a good regular pass. Okay. So you get that feeling again, like you've been watched. I turn around and look out the back of the church. Um, you can see the doors are open at the back of the at the back of the building. Uh, it's not a church. Um, at the back of the building, and the doors are open, and you can see people walking off to their cars. And you can see standing in the middle that same girl. She's just staring, no blinking, just looking directly at you. Ain't nobody between us now. You can come on up. And she, um, she walks on up, she walks up into the, into the, into the building and she, she's at the other end of the chairs. So there's a decent still space between you guys. I don't buy it. You feel free to sit down if you want to, you ain't got to. Um, so you, you've got a better look at it now. He knows. He knows what you did. Who knows? He knows. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you at the he's waiting for you at the Angerstein house. He'll get his chance. I'll pay for whatever he knows I did. That's the things we all pay for what we did. Or what oh, he we do. he does he, he doesn't want you to pay. He wants to reward you. He rewards his friends. I don't need no reward. And she turns and leaves. I just sit there. I don't follow her. I just let okay. her. Okay. In that case, I'll, I'll quickly jump over to the other three while you have your, your moment in there. Um, so, what do you, what are you guys uh, what are you guys doing? I'm just standing at the doors of the building and surveying, like, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really like to go slash his tires, but uh, I think that I probably start crying. So I walk off into the the gravestones mm-hmm. by myself and uh, maybe just lean on one or sit on one and, and just have a good cry. I I kind of just walk up a little bit, one hand in my pocket, I take a cigarette out and I just smoke a cigarette. Um. All of you three, give me listen rolls. Ooh, 79 fail. 79 as well. I passed passed by one point. I got 44 out of 45. 
Danny, you're you're in the the cemetery, and you hear a. Uh, <clears throat> uh, sorry, I, I I didn't mean to disturb you. And you turn around, and it's um, it's Officer Martinez. Uh, is uh, Mitch gonna be okay? Yeah, uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll make sure. I'll, I'll make sure they uh, they let him let him off easy. Uh, the chief is um, hard to deal with. You seem to have. Uh, you seem to know Mitch. Uh, yeah, well, I, I like to know the people of my town. I, I mean, call me old fashioned, but I'd like to, you know, do proper police work. And I want to know the people I protect. Uh, Officer Martinez, uh, things just don't add up here. I don't believe that Kelly killed herself. That's just not Neither what do Kelly I. So I look at him and I'm like, um, and he, he uh, sort of looks around him and he, he reaches into his jacket. He pulls out a file and he hands it to you. And I, I don't look at it directly, but I said it, I look at him like, what, what are you handing me? Crime scene photos. The chief doesn't, he, he locked them in his desk. I, I managed to get some copies. I look around to see if I can see where the chief or... Um, give me a... Actually, no, no. Yeah, they, yeah they, 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 they're gone. Um, you saw that when you left, you saw them leaving in the, in the police cruiser. Well, I sort of stare off into space for a couple of seconds, and then I pull the file and I... I open it because I'm expecting to see horror. Okay, this is what. Um, so basically, there's some just images of like uh, a room that looks like it's being kind of worked on, like it's you know a bit construction, some some, some stuff done, some wallpaper. There's a few kind of bit furniture bits here and there, but there's one image that pops out, um, and this is it. This is what she wrote on the walls. Yeah. Was was this is Satan's written, house? It's written in blood. You cannot drive out Satan. You can call to God, but God will not help you because Satan killed him. Satan owns this house and everyone in it. This is Satan's house. Satan has a plan for us all. Satan is always with us and within us. He is the fire and the serpent and the devil in the darkness and all our bad thoughts. This is Satan's house, and it is too late to leave. And she wrote that on the wall. They've since painted over it. This is, this is insane. I don't believe it. I don't believe she wrote this. Does it look like the way she would write something? It doesn't look like the way anyone would write something, but it's it's blood. Um, and he said, I, I did, we did the test, it's her blood. What if somebody else wrote it in her blood? Um, well, the, the fingerprint matches. 
and I just like. And you can see in, in the in the file there is like things of like fingerprint match and da 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 and, and so on and so forth. Um, and he said, look, the reason they're, they're trying to cover this up so much is um, the church is, is running out of money. It's uh, the reverend is, has been, you know, spending money badly uh, for years now. And, and uh, if he doesn't do something soon, he's going to lose everything. The church is, is going to be gone. So he, he bought the house for cheap because of its history. And uh, he's put his own money. It's it, him and his brothers have bought the house. And if the house does successfully, that haunted house, um, he'll profit. All this information, all the all the stuff that, that proves what he's been embezzling and all the things, all the stuff is, is in his office at the church. I, I can't get to it. Well, thank you for telling me this. And uh... and he said, if you're going to pay a visit to the church, I'd go soon because uh, the preacher's gone down to the station to make a statement about Mitch. I'll go down there and I'll distract him as long as I can. But otherwise, he never leaves his office. Not that I'm Officer that. Martinez, I, uh, I deeply appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, I like you. I'm just so trying to I, good. I take the photos and I sort of huck them. Mm. And... I go gather my forces. <laughs> Garrett. Oh, yes, he, he sort of walks off the other way so that you guys are going in opposite directions. Um, Tommy Ray. Yeah. What was all that about? I'll tell you in a car. Hold up. Am I still alone? I'm, I'm not still alone. Oh, you're still in the church. It, it's not a church. Right? Or he's still in the funeral. Yeah, he's, he's still with the, with the coffin. I do that big whistle. <laughs> Tell me, you, you hear the whistle. Am I alone? Yeah. I, I want to go up and crack open the coffin. Okay. Um, give me a luck coffin. check. I want to lift the lid of the coffin. Give me a luck. Nine. Obviously nine. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. What is with these rolls? Nice. I don't know. Somebody wants us to, to find out what the hell happened to Kelly. <laughs> Um, so you open, open the coffin and you see the face of the girl from the gas station. Give me a sanity check. Two. No, that's failed. Oh, no, wait, that's luck. Oh, yeah, I definitely failed sanity. Um, give me, uh, just take one. Okay. Um, and then you sort of like shake your eyes and, um, and, and, and it's Kelly. Can I look at, oh, can I see your hands? Um, yeah, they're, they're like, 
They're like that, yeah. Are all of her fingers there? All of her fingers? Are all of her fingers there? Yeah. All right. Yeah, all of her fingers are there. I'm gonna lower. Uh, I'm trying to lower the lid and feel terrible for looking. Okay, no problem. And then, uh, so you're gonna join the others? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, after, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going out there with everybody else, but as I'm walking out, I, I shake my head and I'm turning around. I'm looking. I'm looking back at. And trying to put together what I just saw, but I'm yeah I'm I'm gonna go on out there with the rest of. Start. Come on, we gotta go. I'll tell you why in the car. Okay, and let's let's go. So we'll jump in the car. All right. <coughs> um, and I'm assuming you're heading to the church. Well, let me tell them <laughs> before you assume this. Sorry, to keep us. Yeah, we need to get to the church, your your old church. Well, I have the key, so that's the idea. Listen, what what happened? I'll, I'll start driving. We have a friend, Officer Martinez. Officer no. Martinez does not believe that Kelly committed suicide. He says there's fishy shit going on in that in that off in that that place. And that the reverend is trying to cover stuff up because the church is, he's embezzling money from the church. And he doesn't want anybody to find out because it'll ruin his chances of making more money. So Martinez is going to make sure he can keep the preacher at the station as long as possible so that we can get into his office and get the stuff out of his drawers. Well, I don't mind robbing from a man who's not actually a believer in God because he is no man of God. Question for the keeper. Do we know anything about this officer Martinez prior to this? Uh, you're not from this town. I'm not from the town. I So, Danny, you're from, you've been on the streets. You know the fucking game. If this cocksucker is putting us in a fucking getting us into that church uh, church, and then he's going to lock us all up. I swear to fucking Christ, I'm going to kill every last one of them. Well, I hand him the, the file. Yeah, so, now we have police evidence and we're breaking and entering. Yeah, but why would he give us this police evidence on Kelly's murder? Well, Alright, so if this is true, he'll, I'll let him live, but those other cocksuckers are going to pay. Technically, it's not breaking and entering when we have the key. Uh, it's just entering, but it's still a charge. It's a felony. Just don't break right. the key. Let's do this. Dang. I'm just saying, be, be in case this is a fucking setup, man. Well, we'll, we'll keep our eyes open. We'll be fine. You guys get to the church. Um, and you, you park around the back because it's a bit more out of the side now, out of the road and stuff. And, um, and and you go go up to the door and you unlock it, no problem. As you enter, the church itself is like a boxy kind of wooden building, uh, painted white with a small bell tower. Um, it seats about three hundred people, but it's usually, you know, they usually you know you can fit more than like 
there's 300 seating things, but they, they have room for more if need be. Um, the, the, it's furnished with modern uh, wooden pews, um, a DS holding a single wooden lectern, uh, and a number of collapsible chairs, um, visit, visiting speakers, and musical performers and stuff is at the front. Um, the carpet is a plush fuchsia. Um, the carpet is bright and clean, um, and the walls are white. There's a big stained glass windows, bright abstract painting uh, patterns. Um, you know where the, the priest's kind of office is around the back, so you, you head off that way. Um, and you guys get to the door, and it's, it's locked. Not a problem. Take, yeah, take a look out. Just gonna kick it. <laughs> I, I I could I can lock Vic. I can attempt to. Uh, well, Danny said first, so let's give yeah. him a strength check. Yeah, I'm just. Um, and uh, your question, Tommy? Yes, it was. I got a thirteen out of eighty. That is an extreme. Yeah, so you kick the door because I'm pissed. It just it just splinters. And oh, this, open. Now it's officially breaking and entering. Oh, Danny, you didn't need. Don't you touch anything with your bare hands, though. So you could have left some door at least. Barely any door left now. Um, so as you guys enter the room, um, uh, it's pretty simply decorated. There's uh, dominated by a big wooden cross on the wall. Uh, there's two bookshelves holding re- religious and reference texts. Um, and there's an antique wooden desk with a green leather book sitting on the top of, of the desk. Um, and and then just some farmer cabinets and, and, and so on and so forth. Does it look like a book book or does it look like a ledger? It looks like a book. Okay. Do you want to have a, a better look at it? Well, I'm going to go over there and see if we I mean, start going through his drawers. Um, so the book is open on the desk. Um, and it, the title of the book is The Book of the Passover Angel. And it is signed by Reverend John Belfour. I, I will definitely look at it in more detail. Um, you can see just under the book that the Reverend has been writing something. Um, and basically, um, it's, the letter kind of is denouncing... Um, Balfour's heretic views, um, as they are not—they're not the same as as his own. Um, so it looks like this Reverend Balfour has sent his book to uh, uh, to um, to Ted and um, to Pastor Weaver, and and um, he's sending him a letter back saying, you know, denouncing his his heretical views and stuff. Now, do we have somebody on lookout or no? Because if so, I want to. Yeah, I, th- I think you said you were. You were. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, and, and question about your belt buckle. Um, yeah, I'll give you like a one like, little one that can be right. pulled out. Now, is, uh, while I'm looking out, is there a poor box there? Uh, yeah, there's like a little kind of. You mean like a donation box? Type yeah, thing? yeah. That's yeah, mine yeah, now. Yeah. I smashed that open and pocket that. Cool. Um, there's like. Don't matter. I have to do more than I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys going to kind of be do a little bit looking around? And things? Well, I, I want to see if I can find anything like Martinez was looking for. Uh, okay, ledger, so uh, something that the, was finances were. 
Yeah. Give I'll me a, a spot headed, all of you guys who are, who are looking. Uh, 23. That is a regular pass. And what'd you get, Riv? Uh, 31, which is a regular. Uh, Tommy, were you looking? I found it, man. 62. And 62. Garrett? You'll look out. I look. Oh, okay. Um, I'm doing that, so it looks like there's a reason it was broken in, so they don't suspect the office. Uh, nice, 40, nice. 45 out of uh, 55, so it's a normal success. Cool. So you guys, you guys do a pretty thorough look around, and and you're being real careful. You're like you're using like bandanas to open drawers and, and so on and so forth, so there's no fingerprints. And everything you're looking through, you can't really see anything. But then you get to the top drawer of the desk. And it's locked. Well, once again. <laughs> I'm just going to pull it. Okay, so give me a strength check. Yeah, so and if you don't pass, a, I will help. Yeah, it'll have, to be a, it'll have to be a hard pass. Oh, well, in that case, I got 72 out of 80, so that's not a hard pass. Well, I'll give it, it is a pass, go. however. You're going to help? Yeah. You want to help? Okay. Yeah. 18. Okay, so yeah, both of you guys yanking on it. Give me a luck roll, um, Harlan. Ninety-nine. Okay, so you guys, um, you guys are, are pulling at it, and you're really, really straining, and it pops, and it kind of splinters as well. Um, unfortunately, you get a bit of splinter uh, in your arm. I'm Harland. Um, Fuck. So one d two. I give that a roll and take the whatever. The... Careful, Reverend. Yeah. Cool. Uh, one or two. Uh, just one. Just one. Cool. Um, so yeah, you just get like a little nick there. Um, ah. Fuck me. Clean up your um, DNA and watch your mouth. So you guys open the drawer and basically there's, there's a ledger, there's an account book. Um, uh, someone's been keeping accounts and, and marking a roll of everything. Um, the first thing you notice, uh, give me, uh, does anyone like, give me an accounting. Uh, oh, I've got 26. I'm pretty good at okay. uh, 14 out of 55. Okay. So Harlan, you, uh, what you can see from looking over it, this is taking, like, you guys have been here now for about 20 minutes, so it's, it, you're starting to get a little bit angsty, Garrett. You're like, we should kind of probably... Let's grab our stuff and go. Um, so, yeah, so you, you guys, you, yeah, you want, you, if you guys want to grab the stuff and go... We can look at it in the car. Yeah. Cool. So you guys, yeah, you guys, that's basically what happened is, is you guys get to the car... Um, and someone, uh, uh, Danny, you you drive so that Harlan can look at the phone. Now, Keeper, uh, are we aware of any uh, gangs that are in the area? Like real gangs. So I'm not talking about fucking punk kids. It's still um, in our territory, so we don't. Yeah, this isn't your area, but I mean, Hell's Angels, you know, they'd, they'd be around in Texas. Um, I. Well, I, you don't. I don't want to fuck with the angels, bro. I don't want to use their name for anything. I'll just scroll in some like MS13 on the wind on the uh, with oh, my you knife, like a, like a tag type thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, that way it's all gang related. And I also, okay, so- uh, I also want to close the door and then break it. 
Uh, okay, so the one you guys can. But they don't go like, "Hey, somebody must have had a key." Okay, give me a, give me a, a, a strength check on that one just to see how much damage. I wasted another oh one. Oh, the door, the frames got. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you ripped the door off the frame. So like the door's now just like literally. You're really angry. <laughs> Dad, what's wrong with you indoors today? I don't know. Um, go out for a competition at this point. So, uh, as you guys are in the car, you're driving away. Um, give me, give me another luck roll, Harlan. Eight. What is what is with these rolls? Oh, sweet. Um, That's like the third so, eight. So yeah, you're reading the the account book, and and you, you sort of what you're able to to get from it as as the as you guys are driving. You also found a flyer for the Angustine House haunted house, so you you know where it is, times it's opening, and, and so on and so forth. Um, so Harlan, you you attendance has been dropping steadily for the past three years, along with donations to the church. Uh, the Weaver brothers have their own money tied up in the church, and they stand to lose heavily if it fails. Um, Ted Weaver has bought the Angustine house in his own name and will gain personally if it is sold for profit. And you can see that there seems to be, like, that's what he's planning to do. It looks like he's trying to to sell the house to, to get profit for himself. Like, once, once it's, he's done it up. So he makes this the horror house. Has all the congregation congregation come in and build stuff, fixing up the fucking place, free labor, free material, all written off to the church's expense. And he's gonna yeah. that dirty cocksuck. You know what? None of us can burn this place down because I bet you he got insurance out the ass on this. So profit. He's not, he's not a man of God. A man of God doesn't go on profit. He's, he's not even out. a fucking man. We gotta find out how Kelly. What if Kelly found out what was going on? I think you got the million dollar answer right there, my friend. If Ted killed her, I I will. No, I want him. I want him to go to jail forever and get raped. Oh, we can make sure of that. Um, burgers on me, guys. Go through the drive-through. Okay. Um, is not going through no drive-through, man. Not drive by, drive through. Park, and then we'll go inside. Yeah, we're going to have to go inside, bro. Yeah, and it's one of those, uh, you guys play, it's like one of those kind of old school, kind of, you, you, can, they, you know where they used to have like the, like like the diner at, um, in Happy Days. It's like yeah. one of those real cool old school like, um, joints. Um, so you guys go in, you find a booth and, and stuff, and the lady comes over and she goes, oh, what can I get you, boys? A bacon double cheeseburger, a root beer, and fries. And fries? Yeah. I got yeah. 50 bucks here. Just keep feeding us till it's empty. Oh, thank well, you. 40 bucks. 10 bucks is for you, sweetheart. Oops. Stop it. And she uh, she walks off, takes your order, and, and you guys are just, uh, just, just sitting there. And uh, Tommy, give me a spot hidden. Seven. Seven. Um, you look up and outside the window, who do you see? 
Oh, man. She's standing over by the van. She's looking directly at you. She's by her big old van? Yeah. Man, you guys see that girl by her van? What girl? Um, Do we see as you as as you kind of you kind of looked at you looked at them to say hey you guys see that girl over by the van and as you look back and as you guys all look over there's no one there. What girl? No. Tommy, are you okay? Yeah, man. She must have just walked. Um, she must have just walked around the front before you guys looked. That's all. Tommy, if someone's bothering you, are you okay? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right, man. I just, I just, I just need something to eat. Once that man, let's just eat our hamburgers and be all right, you know. All right. We all had a pretty bad day, especially you, Danny. You're holding it together pretty good. I'm almost afraid for you to reach over and touch my shoulder. What you did to them doors. Ooh. Oh yeah, I could have shattered your 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 clavicle. You liable to bust my spine, man. Um, so she brings your food over, um, and stuff, and, and she, you know, got things, but she, um, she doesn't bring any, uh, any napkins. So Garrett, you, you sort of get up to, to go over to the, to the thing and get some napkins and, and some, some condiments, um, for, for the guys. And, um, you kind of, you're taking them and you're putting them in your pockets and stuff like that. And, you realize there's something in your pocket. What, is, what the hell is this? And and you pull it out, and it's it's what you found at the bar the other night. Oh, I stick it back in my pocket, and then realize I still had that on me. Yeah, uh, you just wouldn't even thinking you, you you were wearing the the same jeans that night, and you just so that, that's how that's ended up happening. Um. So you go back over to, to the table and you guys are enjoying your meal. It's, you guys, it's, it's been a win, right? It's been a win. Um, that is until you hear the door open behind you. Well, well, well. Imagine my surprise. You guys look up and it's um, Chief Weaver and the other big police officer. Imagine my surprise. I get a call from my brother. Telling me there's been a break in there down at the church. As I'm driving along, I see your bus. Now, what are the chances that uh, you uh, paid a visit to the church? Hold on, just one. Now, second. give give me um, give me a give me a luck roll, all you guys. Well, I'll wait just a second. Um, somebody's breathing right into their microphone. It's Tommy. <laughs> it's not Tommy. It's me? I don't know, but it's loud. You move your microphone right next to you. Yeah, I think I think it may be Gary. Yeah. It's a little breathy, that's all. <laughs> Sorry. That's why I got this neat little screen right here. It keeps that and mosquitoes out of here. I hit record on my... Yeah, I, I saw your, your little like... <laughs> All right, you guys are in luck uh, because Tommy uh, was a lucky, lucky man. And he actually, 
he was sitting in the seat. He saw them coming, and quick as a whip, he pulled the accounting book from off the table and flipped it under the table. So it's now no longer sitting on the table. Um, uh, and he goes, now what are the chances of uh, you, you folks there uh, going over to the church and taking something that wasn't yours? What the hell are you talking about? We were just at a funeral where everything went to shit and we're on our way home. Well, that's funny because uh, you, you lot are from uh, Lufkin, right? Uh, I'm, guys, hold on. Are we being detained, officer? Well, no one said anything about being detained. Okay, so we do the other, not the have other, to. The other guy says, the other guy says. Um, we don't goes, have to answer yeah. any questions. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> Wise guy, huh? No, it sounds I, like you've you've had uh, you've had a run in with the office, the law before, huh, buddy? I think we all have. D- don't leave say a word. Alone. Don't leave us alone. Let us eat in peace. And he he gets real angry when uh, you can visibly get real angry when you say, "Did I say you could talk?" Yeah, um, I'm still gonna talk. Get Free fucking country. And he goes, stand up. Don't stand. Steve, Steve, stand. And, and, he, and Steve, the big oh. guy comes up and he, he lifts uh, the reverend out of his chair. Live on Facebook I, I from the diner. This is our 6,000 uh, viewers live on Facebook right now. And then Chief Weaver comes over and he handcuffs uh, James and Harlan. And he says, I'm taking you in for assaulting my brother. You know, we've got cameras in the church there, buddy. And all of you guys just go. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, now we're going to check those cameras to see if you boys had a little uh, had a little fun in there. But uh, I'm taking the, the reverend in here on charges of assault, punching my brother in the face. And he, and he uh, him and, and Steve um, walk off. With the reverend. Fine by me. I didn't do anything that wasn't deserving. And uh, that's where I'm going to leave it for tonight. I know it's a, a little bit short of the full two hours, but I think that's a good kind of stopping point. No, that's a good, good stopping point. Great game so far. Uh, all right. I think that, uh, I think that uh, John wanted to say something. I do. To all of our viewers, all of our subscribers, all of our patrons, and anybody else who may be hearing this message, if you are suffering with addiction or any other kind of uh, any other kind of trouble, remember there are places that you can get help. One of them being the National Drug Helpline. Uh, National Drug Helpline offers twenty four seven drug and alcohol help to those struggling with addiction. Uh, you can call the National Drug Hotline for drug abuse today to receive information regarding treatment and recovery. That number is 1-888-633-3239. Again, that's 1-888-633-3239. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No reason not to call. Excellent. Our players included Josh Harwood, Jason Melnichok, John Byron, and myself with Sane Fleming as a Keeper of the Secrets. 
We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find the link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of the Google role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming.